What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. You made it. It is Friday the 11th. Happy Friday. Happy almost weekend. Hopefully you guys got some weekend plans. And uh, NHL, playoffs are starting. Or <laughs> semifinals are starting. Playoffs will be going for a while. But uh, Tampa Bay taking on New York. And as we found out last night, the Vegas Golden Knights will be playing the Montreal Canadiens. So uh, two good matchups. On today's show, it's Deep Dive Friday. So what we'll do is take a look at one of those series. We'll take a look at Tampa Bay and the New York Islanders. Because honestly, folks, I mean, I know Montreal's had a good postseason. I know they've upset a couple teams. If, If Vegas doesn't win that series in at least six games, I would be very surprised. You know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they swept number one in five, but there's no way Montreal wins more than a couple games, right? So we're not going to break down that series. That's a huge, huge, you know, lopsided series in the books. I think it's minus 500 for uh, Vegas, but either way, we're going to talk about Tampa Bay and the New York Islanders. All right, the special thanks to Better Edge online, betteredge.com. That's B E T T O R edge.com. And we all love sports betting. That's why we listen to this show. But would you like to make sports betting even more fun? Because that's what Better Edge allows you to do. Yes, you can bet VIG free like we always talk about. That's a huge benefit, and it's, it's going to save everybody a lot of money. But the thing about Better Edge, they're not even technically a sports book. Yes, you can legally make sports bets there and even in more states where you can bet on sports books, but they're more of a social platform where you can follow your friends, follow other people, have tournaments, competitions, uh, follow your coworkers. That's what it's meant for. So have more fun doing it. Interact with your friends and save more money. Online, betteredge.com. Use promo code SHARP for a free $10. And so they know you heard about them right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast. Betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. All right, Tampa Bay and New York. Both these teams have looked very good so far in the playoffs. And remember, a couple Fridays ago on Deep Dive Friday, we gave out New York series pick over the Boston uh, Bruins, and we're going to go back to the same team here in this finals. So we're not going to call it the Eastern Finals because really there is no name to it. Uh, I guess they may call it the East and West because... Well, Montreal, I, you know, I'm not sure what they're going to call it here because this year was different. There is no East and West. It was four individual divisions, which means these teams didn't play each other. All NHL teams this year only played within division. So Tampa and New York haven't played at all this season. But either way, we're going to take New York. The price is plus 225. So the overall market right now has Tampa Bay favorites minus 265, New York underdogs plus 225. That's our bet here. Now let's talk about this series because as I said, when we talked about New York and Boston, if it were a coin flip and it were 50-50, I probably would have chosen the, chosen the Bruins. The reason why we liked New York last series was because the price was not correct. We had value. It's the same thing here. Plus 225 is just far too cheap for an Islanders team who can beat Tampa Bay and plays the exact style they need to to keep up with the the Lightning. So first off, let's start off by how these teams got here. Tampa Bay beat Florida in six and Carolina in five. New York beat Pittsburgh in six and Boston in six. Now, according to my power rankings, New York did have the tougher road here. Pittsburgh, Boston, both top six teams in the NHL. Tampa Bay played Florida, who's 10th, and Carolina, who was 8th. So 
yeah, New York, certainly, and those are my rankings. Those are my power rankings. But when I look at it, New York clearly, to me, had the tougher road here. But honestly, both teams look just as dominant. And both teams did somewhat the same to get here. Let's not mix up the way Tampa Bay plays because Tampa Bay can score. Tampa Bay plays defense as well. The Lightning are sixth overall, or at least this regular season. They were sixth in goals per game, but they were also sixth in goals allowed per game. New York, 21st in goals per game. Not a huge offensive team, but they were second, number two in the NHL in goals allowed per game. And both teams, if you look at power play, penalty kill, they were both actually pretty average in the regular season, but the playoffs have been a different story. Tampa Bay's power play, power play in the playoffs has been 41.7%. That's crazy. And New York, 28.1%. That's not bad either. But Tampa Bay has been absolutely on fire in the playoffs for their power play. And if that continues, then Tampa Bay should roll this series. I mean, that is those are crazy numbers. And when you look at the penalty kill, well, not the best for each team. Tampa Bay, 77%. The Islanders, 61%. So here's something that... I notice, uh, you know, clearly we're talking about it. I don't think it's going to impact our bet that much because th- these numbers are small. The, the the data is not large, right? The sample size, another way to say it, there's not much of it. But the Islanders playing Boston and Pittsburgh, two teams who, you know, are very good on the power play. As a matter of fact, Boston and Pittsburgh are two of the best power play teams in the NHL. Boston, for a lot of the regular season, their knock was they couldn't score five on five. They've always been great on the power play. So New York's just getting another team who's great at the power play, but the Islanders have to do something to stop that and to change what they've done so far. 61% penalty kill in the playoffs isn't going to cut it against a team who's scoring 41.7% of the time on their power play. So that's a big deal this series. If New York doesn't stop the... Lightning power play, or not stop, but at least limit them to 20, 25%, they're going to be done. But I think they can, because these teams do, even though they haven't seen each other this year, know each other well, because they played each other last year in the playoffs. Tampa Bay knocked out New York last year in in, uh, six last year in the bubble or whatever they were doing last year. So anyway, um, even though they haven't played this season, they know each other fairly well. But make no mistake, there will be a feeling out process. And I actually think that could benefit the Islanders because game one, game two, both teams trying to learn what the other's trying to do this season, get their feet under them. That's when the team who's not perceived to be the strongest, i.e. the Islanders here, can steal a game, steal two games. And then once things even out, I really don't think New York has that much of a disadvantage just because Tampa Bay is admittedly loaded. Now, before we get to the players, let's talk about the style for each team. Both teams will run that either loved or hated, depending on who you are, 1-3-1 neutral zone trap. And I mean, if you guys don't know what that is, just look it up on Google. You can find a bunch of stuff on it. But essentially, it's a way to stop the other team from getting into your offensive zone. And you do that by trapping them in the middle of the ice, the neutral zone. And Tampa Bay was the creator of this over 10 years ago, you know, I think it's called the Tampa 131. I'm not sure exactly, but either way, Tampa was the first team to run this in the NHL, and Barry Trotz and the Islanders have adapted that. So, what's interesting is you don't often get two teams who will run the 131 against each other. Now, let's let's be let's be uh, a couple things to clarify here. The 131 just just in in quick terms 
It's where you have one forward pressuring the puck, then three players back in a line around middle uh, middle ice, and then there's one defender back to stop any breakaways or anything weird from happening. So it's a 1-3-1. And not a lot of teams run this. A lot of teams in the NHL run a 1-2-2. So the 1-3-1, it doesn't provide a ton of forechecking, but it's it can be very effective. And, and not all fans love it. You know, There's a lot of fans in the NHL who don't like the 1-3-1, thinks it slows things down. But if you like defensive hockey, you know the, the Islanders fit right into the 1-3-1, and Tampa Bay runs it simply because that's what you need to do in the playoffs to succeed. So we're going to see both these teams, not exclusively, but a lot, running that 1-3-1 neutral zone trap. That's going to be really interesting to watch. And uh, again, stylistically, remember the Tampa Bay, or excuse me, remember the uh, New York-Boston series where we said, New York's been playing like this all year. Boston simply hadn't. That benefited the Islanders in my mind. Well, Tampa Bay even though they don't play this way exclusively, they can easily flip the switch and play this defensive style, physical style of hockey. So Tampa Bay really is built for that style of hockey and they can switch it on, switch it off, play offensively, play defensively. And that's one thing that will benefit the Lightning this game. But either way, it's just worth pointing out, they can switch that back and forth. It's not a huge part of this handicap like it was last time when we talked to Boston and uh, New York. So, all right, before we get into the players, because there's been a lot of guys stepping up for both teams in the playoffs, uh, let's get a read in here from Paramount Pictures. Good movie coming out on digital. Uh, now on digital, Milo Gibson and Lawrence Fishburne star in Under the Stadium Lights, an inspirational true story of a small town high school football team who fought to beat the odds to turn their lives around and win their state championship. Score your copy of Under the Stadium Lights, buy or rent it today, rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. All right, so there have been a lot of players for both teams who have really stepped up this series. Now, for Tampa Bay, obviously we've been talking... Nikita Kucherov, Steven, Cam- Steven Stamkos. They were hurt for a lot of the regular season. And that's why I said back, you know, dating months back into the regular season, I didn't think this was the same team. You lose those two guys, they make everything go. But they're back. They're playing well. They're healthy. And that's dangerous for anyone going against Tampa. So this team is, you know, arguably as good as they were last season when they won the cup. This is not like we're fading some slug team here. Tampa Bay is really good. Nikita Kucherov, Steven Stamkos starts with them, but don't forget Braden Point. I mean, Braden Point is elite. He scores at the right time. He's very, uh, I, I mean, he can go line to line and be very effective. Victor Hedman, their defenders playing through injury, and he has been for a while. He's got 11 assists in 11 playoff games, and everyone says he's, play, he's playing poorly. It's like, I don't get it. I think Victor Hedman's playing well. He, he makes things go in the power play. He... You know, he's, he's a quarterback out there. I don't get the, the hate for Victor Hedman playing through injury, 11 assists so far in 11 games. It's not bad in the playoffs. But uh, on defense, uh, as well on defense, uh, Yanni Gord, Ross Colton, Tyler Johnson. Ross Colton actually is the guy who scores a lot of those big goals for him. But their defenders have stepped up. It's not just the forwards. The, the, the These front guys for Tampa, Yanni Gord, Victor Hedman, Ross Colton, they can play as well. Uh, New York, it's all about the blue line. So the the main thing for the Islanders, they're going to have to shut down the top players for Tampa. And it is about the blue line. But the thing about the Islanders, they've had forward step up. And as we talked about a few weeks ago, the Islanders play a very team-oriented style of defense. The forwards get back. It's, it, it's, it's, it's always five on, 
whatever. You know, you, you rarely get these two-on-ones, three-on-twos, the, these odd man rushes. New York's got a lot of guys back just waiting for you when you try and break out. So the Islanders play a good team style of hockey, and it is about the blue line. But up front, uh, J.G. Pajot, he's been great on the in, in, for face-offs. I mean, he's been elite for face-offs in the playoffs. And I think he's their leading assist guy in the playoffs, too. So J.G. Pajot... Uh, really filling a role there for New York. Josh Bailey, Anthony Bolivier, Brock Nelson. Brock Nelson's got 10 points in 12 games. These guys all, we know how we knew how good they could have been so far this season, but it's when Barry Trotz asks them to play this certain style, these guys don't get to show how good they can be. I promise you, if Brock Nelson, Anthony Bolivier, Josh Bailey played for Washington or the Avs or you know these teams who do open it up a little bit, they'd have much better, much different numbers. So they're doing what the team asks of them. But in the playoffs, it's clear. They step up. I mean, Matthew Barzell, how good has he been? You know, uh, but Kyle Palmieri, Seven goals, two assists so far in 12 games. And the thing about Kyle Palmieri, and I don't want to skip over Matthew Barzell because he's had a great series, but he's been their guy all year long. Kyle Palmieri struggled in the regular season down the stretch. Remember, they traded for him from New Jersey Devils. And he was a major question mark going into the playoffs. Can he contribute? Can he do anything offensively? Can he help this team? He has been tremendous in the playoffs. Like I said, seven goals in 12 games. I think he has the most goals of their team in the playoffs so far. So Kyle Palmieri, big, big trade at the end of the year, and he is paying off. And on defense, the blue liners we talked about, who's, they're really going to be responsible for slowing down the Kucherovs and Stamkos' and points. Uh, Nick Letty, excuse me, Nick Letty, five assists in 12 games. Uh, Pulak. Pulak is the guy who just rockets it. I mean, he's big on power plays. He sets up and watch out. I don't. I don't want to get in the way of one of those. One of those uh, slap shots. My God. Uh, Scott Mayfield, ten points in twelve games. Noah Dobson has been huge on defense. Noah Dobson is really the quarterback on the power play. He gets points. He sets things up. And so New York, it is going to be about that blue line. But the goal for the Islanders. They've got to do exactly what they've been doing this playoffs. Play elite defense, but this team really, Tampa Bay, is on the same level as Boston and Pittsburgh. So they're going to have to shut them down, and it's not going to be easy. But this is what they can do. This is what New York is built to do. Slow down these fast teams. And I promise you something else. Barry Trotz, having played this team last year in the playoffs, will learn from that six-game series. Will learn from what they didn't do last year. And... We do like New York, but if they do give up goals, you know, a key for the Islanders stopping Tampa, if they don't do that and this becomes a high scoring series where, you know, goals will rule, that's not going to be good for our bet. It's not good for the Islanders. So it should be more of a defensive series for us to like our bet. But I do like the Islanders plus 225 series long bet. And you better believe we're going to have one of these first couple games in the, uh, in the matchup. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Stay tuned tomorrow morning for Saturday's Quick Picks, but whatever you guys have going on today or tonight, good luck. Hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.